Good morning and welcome to the Praxis Daily Podcast. Today is Wednesday, June 29th, and our scripture reading for today comes out of Acts chapter 13, verses 34 through 42. And as for the fact that he raised him from the dead, no more to return to corruption, he has spoken in this way. I will give you the holy and sure blessings of David. Therefore, he says also in another psalm, you will not let your holy one see corruption. For David, after he had served the purpose of God in his own generation, fell asleep and was laid with his fathers and saw corruption. But he whom God raised up did not see corruption. Let it be known to you, therefore, brothers, that through this man forgiveness of sins is proclaimed to you, and by him everyone who believes is freed from everything from which you could not be freed by the law of Moses. Beware, therefore, lest what is said in the prophets should come about. Look, you scoffers, be astounded and perish, for I am doing a work in your days, a work that you will not believe even if one tells it to you. And as they went out, the people begged that these things might be told them on the next Sabbath. In this passage today, we see the uh, speech that Paul was giving kind of wrap up. Paul is in Antioch and he's in the synagogue where he was invited to speak and address the people who had gathered. And this was the message that he had given them. And in this conclusion, he is assuring them about what the prophets of old had said, what David in the Psalms had written about about the the coming of the Messiah who would see no corruption and how even even though he had died he had not seen corruption he assuring them he had risen he was alive and because of the power of God when as long as Jesus is alive our hope is alive and and this is what he's telling them he's like listen now what what this Messiah has brought us is an opportunity to be freed from the curse and from the sin and, and this newfound freedom that could not be found in the law. See, they were very familiar with the restrictions uh, and the high standards of the law, which just simply could not be met by human effort. And what he's what he is preaching to them is now an offer of freedom from this curse, freedom from this bondage and these high standards that were impossible for any of them to reach because of the life of Jesus Christ and because he is alive offering this freedom and this forgiveness now, a freedom that could be found nowhere else. And in his closing sentences, he gives them a caution. He says, beware, you know, recognize that what I am saying is the truth, that this opportunity is truly from God. Uh, Otherwise, what was foretold by the prophets would come true, and then he, he quotes uh, he quotes a, a passage from the Old Testament, where it says, "For I am doing a work in your days, a work that you will not believe, even if one tells it to you." This truly is an unbelievable offer of the grace of God that is just so uh, beyond our comprehension, and yet it is true, and it is real. 
Far be it from us that if even as we are told of these things, we do not see it and we do not believe it. But praise God that Christ has been crucified on the cross and resurrected from the dead. For in him is our hope, is our life, is our everything. And as long as he is alive, our hope is alive and well. And we know what the future holds for us. 1 Corinthians 15, 13 through 17 reads this way. But if there is no resurrection of the dead, then not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is in vain and your faith is in vain. We are found, we're even found to be misrepresenting God because we testified about it that he is, that he raised Christ whom he did not raise if it is true that the dead are not. For if the dead are not raised, not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile and you are still in your sins. But praise God and thank you, Jesus, that he truly has risen from the dead, given us his spirit, opened the door for fellowship and communion and unity with the Father, with himself, and with the Spirit. Father, today we thank you for your son, for his life, and we thank you for his death, and we thank you for his resurrection, for raising him back to life by the power of your spirit, that same spirit that you have placed within us. And so today, Lord, I would just ask that that same spirit that raised Christ from the dead, Holy Spirit, that you would animate us, that you would move us, that Christ would live on through, even through us. Lord, may you be glorified. May your name be lifted high. May our lives, empowered by your spirit, point to Jesus Christ, alive and well and continuing to work in this world, redeeming mankind and bringing us to himself. May you be glorified in us, Lord, and may we keep uh, a perspective uh, on those things around us and even on our own lives and our families that you have to see one another and to see ourselves through your eyes, Lord. And in this way, uh, Lord, be in tune with your heart and then express your heart in every place that you put us. Lord, we love you today and we thank you in your name we pray. Amen. Well, family, have a great rest of your day today. And remember to keep on loving anyway, any way that you're able, no matter the cost and regardless of what you get in return. The same way that Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior does.